Howdy guys, I'm Aiden of Blue Catch Productions, and welcome to Aiden on Anchor. Aiden on Anchor is a podcast focusing on my life. I'll tell you a lot about myself and hopefully provide value through experience. Welcome to the 72nd episode of the show, currently recording this at 9.58 a.m. on February 3rd, 2021. It'll probably be going up later today, and uh, welcome back, everybody. We didn't really record a whole lot of episodes in January, and there's a very good reason for that, and one that I'm going to talk about, but we're back for February. Hopefully, I can try and make the podcast a little bit more consistent again, especially because it feels like my friends are doing more cool stuff with their podcast. Zach and Jay recently started one called Walker, Simpin' for Walker, where they where they talk about that, that new CW show with the cowboy man. Gotta love cowboy man. Very epic of them. And uh, Zach's bringing back The Come Up, which is his own personal podcast. Very cool to see that. I listened to like every episode when they came out pretty much. Uh, or sometimes I'll catch up and watch two or three. So I've been caught up on that show for a while so to finally get some some new episodes is nice as well and then like anchor right anchor like the the podcasting platform i do all this on like rebranded they changed their logo it's not like a little squiggly line type of deal like it's wild it's all the thing i'm getting anchor ads on youtube now and i'm like i've been on the platform since since 2017 i already know about anchor think you're clever that you're reaching a new audience member? No, I already I already make a podcast on here. One where I still don't get any ad opportunities, despite the fact the podcast has been around for so long. But you know what? Whatever. It is what it is, Anchor. I'm not salty. I'm not mad. Uh, it would be if I still didn't have a way to you know, collect money from it. But thankfully, I was able to figure that out. And hopefully their, their UI and stuff is a bit more fixed as well with the rebrand because there's still some things on the back end that are a little bit weird and goofy and that type of shit but hey if youtube could make their back end good after after all these years of uh slowly transitioning and updating it then i have faith the anchor can get their shit done as well but uh what are we going to be talking about today well i figured i'd give you a reason as to why the podcast hasn't been going on for so long Uh, and that's because I've been working on this stupid 30 for 30 finale, and it finally came out yesterday. Yay. It's 56 minutes long. By far the longest edited video I've put out on Blue Couch Productions. Uh, I think in the past I'd put out some stream VODs and some, like, me in front of a webcam videos that were an hour long, but in terms of actually sitting down and editing a project, this was by far the longest, and, uh, so much stuff went into that video, uh, let, let me let me actually give you like a bit of a, a breakdown about the amount of time I spent on this video. So, 30 for 30 finale, right? Uh, a video that probably should have happened back in May because the original concept of the show was 30 reviews and in 30 days. But then May kind of passed and I'm like, well, you know, we'll get the last couple episodes out in the next month. And that didn't happen. And then uh, I'm like, well, you know, I'll get 30 thir- for 30 out by the end of the year. And that doesn't happen. And so by the time the Sonic 3 and Knuckles video comes out, like in early January, I'm like, you know what? 30 for 30. Uh, I'm just going to take however much time I need on the finale because it clearly didn't come out when it was supposed to. So I'm just going to spend however much time I want to on this finale. And uh, all it was going to be was just a ranking video of all the games I've covered, 30 to number one, worst to best. And, and that was, that was going to be it, basically. But... As with all things, the premise of the video kind of got more and more complicated, and that started with 
me making the decision to be like, oh, let's feature some guest reviews because there were a couple of games I was still missing and I wanted some people on board to kind of, you know, do some of that work for me <laughs> and uh, make, make the video a little bit interesting. So I got Zach, Jay, Ramzan, Kyle to all do these segments and they were really well put together. Uh, but of course that required some communication on my part. That was the first thing. Then I was like, all right, well, if it is going to be a ranking list, I, I kind of need to get the look of the actual numbers and shit figured out. So I made all them and yep, took like an hour or two to do. Then I had to get the background for the numbers to put on. Took about 30 minutes uh, because it was a 4K file and then I had to zoom into it and then transfer it from MKV and all that sort of stuff. So I did that. Then I had to find sound effects for the numbers to like pop up and for that little swoosh sound to come in when the little iris kind of takes it away and you start to see the gameplay footage. And uh, so that took a little bit of time. And then, and this is arguably probably the longest <laughs> period of time, I had to re-record every game again because near the end of 30 for 30, I was like, hey, I'm going to switch up the videos uh, to 60 FPS, which was a change I've wanted to do for a long time. And that's fine and dandy and all, uh, but every game I had recorded for the show was in 30 FPS. And I'm like, well, that's just going to look weird. Half of the games I recorded was on the, the Sonic's Ultimate Genesis Collection on PS3, which would look off-putting next to the to the games I recorded later on, which was on the Steam Collection. And so that basically made me come to the decision that I had to re-record every single game for the show. That took 15 hours. No, I'm not exaggerating. No, I'm not making that number up. I literally looked. It took 15 hours to re-record every game from 30 all the way to number one for extended amount of time, playing each one probably at least 30 minutes or so on each game, some a little bit less, like Echo the Dolphin, some a little bit more. Like, I actually beat Sonic 2 and Golden Axe again <laughs> while we recording because I just love those games. And so those were more fun for sure. But I also was recording intros. I was, you know, getting game over screens. I was editing elements with the guest reviews, getting all the star ratings figured out. So, like, the ranking portion alone went from being just this small, like, maybe 20 or 30 minute part in a video to, like, ballooning up to an unreasonable length. And uh, that's not even considering the fact that I wanted to add a plot to this video. Because, yes, um, if it's a finale of a particular show, it seems like I did it with Back to the Video Games. And I wanted to do something similar for 30 for 30. So I brought back the uh, little man character. I brought back the closeted incel character. And I had to make a plot with them and kind of put it all together. Uh, spoiler warning, I guess, if you have not seen the video, uh, might want to leave and, and come back to this later because I'm about to reveal like what happens and what the original plan was. So basically, in the video itself, I get captured by the closeted incel character who originally showed up in the Altered Beast video. And he kidnaps me, he puts me in the closet, etc. And then I get freed by Little Man, you know, little homie that shows up on my streams and then busts me out. And then I put the incel back in the closet and end up ending the video. Uh, the original plan was pretty similar to that, only the closeted incel would try to capture my Facebook girlfriend named Jennifer. And no, I'm not making that up. Uh, the, the, the premise would have been like, as soon as he traps me in the closet, he would try to go after Jennifer. And then Little Man would have to kind of like, convince him somehow uh that jennifer wasn't around so he could come back and i could trap him and the reason i didn't go through with it 
it should be obvious is number one, it, it was a stupid idea. And number two, like it just made things way more complicated. Like I had to make up a whole nother character, film all these extra scenes. And I don't even know if it, it would have been interesting or mattered at all. Uh, so I just kind of like had to look over all my footage and then have one of those kill your darling type moments where I'm just like, yeah, this, this isn't, this isn't going to work. So I had to scrap like a whole day of filming. I got to keep some things, uh, but most everything I had to re-record the next day. So it took about two days to do all the live action filming and stuff. And, uh, my room, my room right now is such a fucking mess. Uh, because in case you're wondering, yes, I did actually film the closet stuff in my closet. Uh, but it meant having to take everything out of said closet, which is kind of my key storage area. So uh, all my hanging clothes, my laundry bin, my shoes, my lights, my backpack, video equipment, pretty much everything that wasn't on the top shelves, like the VHS stuff I still kept in there, all of it had to be moved out. And it's just kind of strung across the carpet. In fact, you can see in the end of the, of the video where I'm like talking to the incel, uh, now that I'm freed, you can see in the shot that there are a bunch of these hanging clothes, I believe, to the, the left or right of me. I'm not sure. But they're all just vibing out there. I'm like, why are all these clothes here? And it's like, yeah, I didn't move them out of the way. I didn't have any room to, like, film any of that shit. Uh, so I tried to, to hide the mess as much as possible. But in some key areas, it kind of it kind of still happened anyway. Um, but with all that being said, uh, as much work as it clearly took uh, and all the collaborative stuff I had to do, I'm, I'm very proud with how the video came out. I've watched it twice now, which is nuts. Uh, once with Zach and once with Jay, and I got to see all their initial reactions. And uh, hearing that they love the video really made it all worth it. Um, and it seems that you guys are, are loving it too, which is also awesome. Currently, the, the video is at like 27 views. Watch time is like at 19 minutes, you know, and shit. Uh, that's how, that audience retention, not watch time. The audience retention is around 19 minutes, which is pretty good because uh, for my 20-minute videos, it's usually like three or five minutes. So the fact that, that people click on this video and make it 20 minutes in out of 50 like isn't bad at all. And I was really proud of like how well-paced everything was between the gameplay stuff and the live-action stuff. It didn't feel that way when I was editing it. It felt like the whole thing was just jumbled and it felt like the whole thing was just going to crash and burn and be too big and yada yada. And I was just ready for, for something to break or, or something. And thankfully, none of that happened and the video was finally out. And uh, in case you didn't catch that video, I say at the end, I am probably going to be taking a break for a while. Um, and that is true. I'm not going to be working on another video for the entire month of February because because uh, I want to finally make the switch over to uh, DaVinci Resolve, which is what I want to edit with. I know I've mentioned that several times before on the podcast, but I'm dedicating this month to learning it now that I don't have anything else in the backlog to edit on Vegas. I can just finally switch over to DaVinci Resolve and uh, maybe even the Affinity like photo programs kind of get off the gimp at the same time i don't know it, it it seems kind of counterproductive to try to learn two new softwares at the same time so i might just focus on davinci and then try to mess with the affinity ones i think trying to learn both at the same time might be might be too much but at least davinci resolve for sure i at least want to learn that and i think combine that with the with the 60 fps stuff that i'm trying to do and 
learning all this stuff will hopefully make the videos uh, better when I come back. And uh, I have a month to, in the meantime, sort of creatively recharge and not think about putting something literally an hour long <laughs> together. It's so much time, guys. That is so much time to fill in a video, especially if you're, like, good at what you do, right? Uh, because video editing is a lot of trying to keep visual interest. I, I say this a lot about my own stuff and, and to, you know, Jay and Parker and Zach when I'm watching their videos is it's always trying to keep the audience visually interested in what you're looking at, which is why videos where it's just a guy in front of a camera or a guy in front of a webcam with no changing shots, no effects, uh, no media, no, no nothing, and it's just them in front of a camera is boring because it's not visually interesting. It looks the same. It looks stale for the most part. Uh, and so I'm always trying to find ways, interesting ways, to change up the look, um, which is why I spent so much time on, on, on the numbers, and I spent so much time on the gameplay, and I spent so much time on the plot stuff. It's like, yes, it's 56 minutes long, but I'm not going to be having you look at the same cut for five or six minutes. I'm at least going to be cutting that shit as a bare minimum. And uh, if I actually have time, I might throw up some images and some sound effects. I'm, I'm not as good at that as Zach is. Uh, he's been editing some some stuff for Deep Pocket Monster, which is a Pokemon card channel run by Pat Flynn. And some of the shit he does with visual interest uh, is, is, is nuts. Granted, Pat Flynn's like a seasoned expert and like records a lot of that shit. But the stuff that Zach adds to it, sound effects-wise, images, incorporating all this Pokemon media together to, to make it feel more vibrant and energetic, um, it's just so good. It's just so fucking good, and I want to get to that point as well. But I know if I try and learn all of that with Vegas, it's just not going not gonna to pan out. So I need to do it with Resolve. I need to get on an ecosystem and a ground floor and put me closer to the, to the standard uh, because Vegas is really only good for, like, Let's Plays and vlog type shit, and I want to do more than that. I've always wanted to do more than that. Um, even back in 2017, I was doing review content and that type of shit. So, uh, yeah, I'll be taking a break from video-specific stuff, but podcasts like Aiden on Anchor, uh, another YouTube podcast, um, Twitch streams, LHG stuff, I'll probably still be doing that just because it takes so little time to do, and they're very fun. Uh, and I need something to keep me creatively occupied, but for video stuff, taking a little bit long, uh, and that's fine. That's fine because I'm seeing active improvement. That's that's the thing. That's the thing. I, I had this conversation with Jay, maybe about a night or two ago, two nights, three nights ago, where we were looking through analytics and how everybody's year was doing and all this sort of stuff, and we'd gotten to my channel, and Jay was like, "Wow, you've been at the same like." subscriber mark for pretty much almost two years now two two and a half years maybe like back to late 2018 or so it has been consistently around 380 sometimes it'll go to 390 sometimes it'll go to 370 but it evens out and he's like why does that happen uh and and my basic theory and granted i don't know a whole lot about all the algorithm stuff zach is more well knowledge and well versed on that subject but my theory is that Blue Catch Productions was a Pokemon streaming channel for a while. That's where I got most of my audience. That's where I got the initial views. That's where I got like 50 subscribers in one month. That's what attracted people to Blue Catch Productions. 
but the thing about that was like I was never gonna just stream Pokemon all day. I always had higher creative ambition. I always wanted to do more with my videos. The streaming was just what got people in the door. Um, and I'm sure, unfortunately, as a negative side effect of that, more and more people, when they find that they're still subscribed to me and realize I don't do Pokemon stuff, unsubscribe and leave. And I've been really just sort of trying to, to fight that and balance that for several years by getting subs who like the new stuff, you know, and then subscribe for that and hopefully trying to counteract it to the point where once all those old people leave who are just there for Pokemon stuff, who are just there to watch me do live streams on YouTube, once all those people are gone, I can finally start to grow again. But it has been, it has been slow going. And in some cases, I have like lost several subs per month um, because of that, because I'm not putting out any videos and people who were there for Pokemon stuff get more and more irritated and stuff. But you know what? Like I wouldn't trade any of that. Like I still would have done the exact same thing if, if I were to go back and, and had a chance to do it all over again, because uh, doing those streams is what initially got me an audience in the first place. It's what made me meet wonderful people like patient, thank you and hi uh, it's what got me in the door to, you know, talk to Zach when I started to make more higher produce stuff. And from Zach, that led to his Discord and all his friends. So all the decisions had a purpose and, and, and all of it led to where I'm at now for sure. It's just uh, it's just a little demoralizing um, a good bit because uh, I, I think personally that everything I've done in 2019 and, and 2020 and now the start of 2021 has been infinitely better than the early stuff on Blue Couch Productions. And maybe some of you might disagree if you're listening and have been in the community for a long time. But uh, I don't look back fondly on a lot of the stuff from, from 2017 and 2018. Some videos I do, uh, like a lot of the Pokemon top 10s, I, I like a good amount. Um, some of the, the, the YouTube Rewind videos, like the one I did with my dad or the 2017 one, was very funny. I like that video still. But the vast majority of like midnight vlogs and questions on the couch and old Let's Play stuff, all that shit has been privated. And uh, looking back on it, so much of it was not good uh, to the point where like I I don't like a whole lot of that content as much. I'm glad that it got me to a place where I'm at now, but uh, most of those videos are, are not that great. And, you know, like it, it's the same for everybody in our group. Like if you think... If you, from the outside looking in, are like, wow, Zach and Aiden have gotten so far with, with editing, and Jay's improved so much, and Parker's improved so much, like, just know that that improvement did not happen overnight. It took years, <laughs> like, years and years of really fucking awful shit. Like, Zach had Sabijin games for, like, six fucking years, seven years or some shit, before, like, a single episode of Yin came out, and, uh... I don't know if you've gone back to watch early episodes of Yin. Uh, Zach doesn't mind me saying this because I've told him before, but like early Yin ain't that good either. <laughs> like a lot of early episodes of Yin were not great in the same way that like early episodes of Back to the Video Games isn't great. And Parker like trying vlogs early on weren't great. Like you have to do it so many times uh, even if you're uncomfortable, even if you don't know what the fuck you're doing, even if you keep making the same mistake over and over again, to eventually get to the point where it is good. Uh, which is why, out, out of like everything that we've all done, 
the most improvement comes from putting in the most amount of reps. Uh, and, and Zach has by and large done that just with editing and clients and his own content. Frankly put, he's put out more videos than, than like me and Jay have, uh, not recently, but like net total, um, like all time total by and large the most. Uh, and so with that, you know, you obviously get a little bit more technical experience and know how in editing. And I don't think Jay or Parker would be mad at me saying that like Zach has the best editing, uh, by far, by far. And that's just, that's just from how many reps, you know, he puts in. So all of that to say, right. I am excited about where I'm at now. I'm excited that I was able to put out a 50 minute video and have it be good. Uh, but I'm also looking forward to like the next couple of months where I'm not going to have like a series on my plate and I'm just going to be able to edit random one-off videos about things that I've had on the backlog for so long. But 30 for 30 has been nagging me in my head. Like you got to finish 30 for 30. It's done now. It's done. I can focus on other things for a little bit of time before I jump into another series or project. So that that's, that's going to be fun. That's going to be a real nice break and relief from all of that. But I wanted to, to kind of come on today um, to sort of talk about that and get something out for Aiden on Anchor and then, you know, eventually clean up this fucking room, shower, and, and work on stuff. I haven't even really been, like, able to stream a whole lot. I miss streaming so fucking much because I love Mario Kart Wii so fucking much. I need to stream more Mario Kart Wii. Should I stream more Mario Kart Wii? Maybe tomorrow. I might. Maybe tomorrow. I might stream more Mario Kart Wii. I don't know. Should I? Should I? Ooh. Mm. We'll, we'll, talk, we'll talk about it later. Talk about it later. All right. I've already talked too fucking much about all sorts of shit and things. But uh, yeah, that's just sort of an update about where I'm at. The, the, the behind the scenes process of the 30 for 30 finale and uh you know what i plan on doing and going forward hope you all had a great time listening to this episode if you wish to support me there's a little support button is it still there i don't know if they've gotten rid of it yeah no, no it's still there it's still there on anchor you can financially donate if you want or uh just you know rate the podcast on all the different podcast platforms if you don't listen to it on anchor and listen like on you know itunes or whatever if you could rate me that'd be epic share it with your friends kiss kiss all right that's it that's it for Aiden on Anchor I've been Aiden of Blue Couch Productions and I am signing off bye bye everybody